Good morning. It's December 16th, and welcome to Doing Life, daily devotions for finding peace in stressful times. This is the audible companion of the book by the same name. Today's title is Gender Reveal. The music you're listening to is O Holy Night, played by Diego de Galdiano. Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. Luke 1, 30-31, New King James Version. Do not be afraid? Really? Are you serious? Let's look at the facts. 1. The angel Gabriel just appears at the well near their house in Nazareth, presumably when she's getting water. Number 2. Mary is 13, maybe 14 at the oldest engaged in an arranged marriage to Joseph at the time. Number three, Gabriel tells her she is blessed among women and God is pleased with her. Four, then tells her she will become pregnant even though she hasn't had sex yet. Five, tells her it will be a boy. Six, tells her not to name it Jesus, but that his name will be Jesus. Seven, her son will sit on the throne of his father David when Mary knows full well David is not her fiancé's name, nor does he have a throne. 8. He will rule over the house of Jacob forever. 9. The Holy Spirit will come upon her and impregnate her on the authority of God. Say what? 10. Her son will be called Holy One and Son of God. 11. By the way, your old Aunt Elizabeth, who's been infertile forever, is also six months pregnant. Number 12. Lastly, says Gabriel, nothing is impossible with God. Can you even begin to imagine? Do not be afraid, an adolescent undoubtedly already terrified about the prospect of marriage to an older man whom her parents have selected, is told that she will be pregnant before they are married. Furthermore, God will get her pregnant personally? And never mind what Gabriel says, the fact of him just standing there would petrify any normal person. Can you just feel her mind racing? Who is this? What is he talking about? She'll be pregnant? So when she begins to show, she just tells people that God got her pregnant and they're supposed to believe that Joseph didn't jump the gun? And now she knows ahead of time that the baby will be a boy who has already been named? For real? She could have the first gender reveal in history when you think about it. As if all this weren't enough, Mary is told Jesus will be the Son of God and sit on David's throne forever. Admittedly, even at 13, she would have known who King David was. How on earth could her son rule all Israel and do it forever? Finally, Aunt Elizabeth is pregnant in her old age? What the heck? But then the angel says the words that she decides to accept. She doesn't have to. She could have gone screaming back to the house like any other 13-year-old girl would have done when a strange man approaches her at the well, even if he is glowing. Gabriel tells her simply, For with God, nothing will be impossible. Hidden away in what Catholics the world over referred to as the Annunciation, long before the nativity scene we think of as Christmas, is the key to our faith. It isn't just that what Mary has been told is difficult to believe. It's impossible, right? In fact, what part of our Christian faith is possible? Christ born of a virgin? 
Impossible. Christ lived a perfect sinless life? Impossible. Christ, God himself, dies on a cross? Impossible. Jesus, definitively dead and buried, rises from the dead? Impossible. Christ passes through walls and ignores space-time limitations in his appearances to the apostles after he is risen? Impossible. Christ ascends into heaven weeks later, right before the disciples' eyes? Impossible. Christ comes to live within us as the Holy Spirit, one-third of the Trinity? Impossible. God the Father, Christ the Son, and the Holy Spirit, three in one? Impossible. But Mary says, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. In faith, Mary accepts the impossible. That is what we are called to do as Christ followers. In faith, we accept that Jesus Christ is exactly who he says he is. In doing that, we accept a gracious gift of forgiveness, undeserved, that his sacrifice offers us, and we become new people. Christmas means we're free of shame, free of guilt, living a life abiding in the Savior that empowers us to love as he loved. Impossible. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you. Thank you that faith itself is a gift from above, Ephesians 2.8. It is in accepting the impossible that we recognize you as Creator Lord, unlimited by our understanding of what can be done. With faith in you, Lord, our ability to love others is without restriction. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.